Hello there. Uh, you're very welcome to yet another episode of FNI Rap Chat. This time all the way from Chiari, from County Chiari. Uh, we're delighted to be there. This is our third year on the spin. We've been down um, running networking events, uh, podcasts and the usual kind of FNI related madness. Uh, this year in particular is very special for Kerry because they're rebranding. Um, so we, they have a new festival director. Uh, I suppose it's uh, also appropriate now to give a massive shout shout out and thanks to uh, to Maeve, um, who uh, was the previous uh, programmer and uh, I suppose festival director um, over the last couple of years, who was very encouraging with us, um, very helpful, and we, you know, I suppose we're incredibly grateful in terms of getting our own message out there, and and, and Maeve obviously. Uh, uh, contributed to that so thank you very much and continued success in uh, you know your latest endeavour uh, but yeah um, so we were invited down to do a couple of podcasts and a networking event to do a live podcast which we record, recorded in cinema in the cinema in cinema Killarney so thanks very much to them for hosting uh, they do fantastic work which uh, is not always of financial gain supporting uh, the film and TV and Kerry in Killarney, uh, so Cinema Killarney, Killarney, you're very good. Uh, uh, equally, we'd like to give another shout out to our wonderful sponsors, Wildcard Distribution, championing Irish independent film and sticking it out there in the cinemas. Yeah, they do, uh, you know, incredible work, um, and they also bring very unique international and uh, uh, movies from further afield over here for us to see, which we often miss. So they do uh, stellar work in terms of cleansing your cinematic palette so uh, yeah fair play to Patrick and the guys there and Suzanne um, yeah um, in relation to Film Network Ireland we have a couple of events coming up this week we have um, a class with Stephen Cleary on gender and power which kicks off on Wednesday in Dublin Business School so if you, if you haven't got a ticket um, you know there's still a couple, t- couple of tickets left it's very specific Um and really interesting as feedback from the Belfast event at the weekend was really really good and people took it upon themselves to to uh, to go online and, and and say how much they enjoyed it and what they got from it so we're really appreciative to them uh, and also thanks to Accidental Theatre for hosting us then later on in the week on Saturday and Sunday we have It's Alive uh following on uh, from the Gender and Power workshop with Stephen Cleary again, which is analysing uh, tropes in horror films and TV. And, uh, yeah, uh, I suppose disseminating the art of horror writing. Uh, it's num- Number one is really entertaining. It's not about horror. Uh, I suppose it, It's about horror in all, in, in all its forms, as in, uh, you know, um, com- comedic horror, uh, more serious orientated thriller, suspense horror, that type of thing. So it's kind of analysing all of those things. It's really entertaining. Um, I went through some of the some of the uh, catalogue he's gone through, you know, some of his notes and stuff with Stephen uh, a few days ago, and it, it's it's <laughs> funnier than you might imagine. So yeah, book a ticket on that. Tickets are available via Eventbrite. Uh, we have student rates available, so if you're a student, uh, hop on. There's fifty quid off. So book there uh, very affordable considering uh, the amount of experience Stephen has uh, working for uh, as head of development at British Screen for a number of years and being uh, involved directly or indirectly with 60 features uh, that went into production over the last number of years so book one of them and finally uh, on the 27th which is um, 27th of October 
we have a networking event in the Wild Duck uh, just off Temple Bar there, which used to be uh, Sin, if you remember Sin. So they have a really cool uh, space there that we've rented with a stage and we're going to do some really interesting stuff on the night, giving away some prizes and it's fancy dress. So come along as Beetlejuice or, you know, uh, you know, put a black bag over your head and a hollow and, and, and a witch's hat, you know, and come along and there's prizes there for kind of best dressed, uh, best dressed and so on. Uh, and then f- finally, finally, uh, coming up in November, we're down at the Cork Film Festival, um, running probably our biggest networking event to date with uh, with Roshin down there. Um, so yeah, we have, we were running a speed, need for speed networking um, uh, session. Uh, on Thursday, I think it's the 14th, it's the Thursday of the second week of the festival. And then we'll be around and doing some podcasts as well, uh, on probably on the uh, Friday and the Saturday. So, yeah, tickets are available dur- uh, 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 via uh, CorkFilmFest.org or the Cork Film Festival website. If I've made a mistake there, just Google it, you'll find us there in the programme. Um, and it's a lot of fun. Tickets are only a fiver. So it's very much geared about getting as many people in the room as possible and just blitzing it with uh, with business cards. So if you want to, you know, there's a pr- there will be prizes there as well for who collects the most business cards. So come along. It'll be a, a bit of a laugh. Leave your preconceptions at the door because, uh, you know, you get ahead by, 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 uh, by having an open mind and, you know, uh, hands out and eyes open kind of thing. Uh, so yeah, we have so on today's podcast we've uh, five or six different uh, filmmakers um, uh, who have won awards and were uh, predominantly featured at at the festival, including Eve Collins, who does brilliant work there uh, in terms of uh, in a very short short uh, period of time pulling together a national film festival uh, and changing its uh, its direction and objectives uh, and bringing some really interesting work in. So there were some really interesting highlights there in terms of uh, features and shorts. Um, and we have, uh, among others uh, on today, uh, Tristan Heenew, uh, who, was, uh, who has been um, on the scene now, the festival scene, with a number of shorts over the last couple of years, doing some really, really interesting work. And you're really starting to see a a uh, style and a, uh, you know a pattern in terms of what he's capable of in the future so that's really interesting uh, to listen to Sean O'Connor who won Best Irish Short um, and we also have Elaine who won Best uh, uh, Best Kerry Short uh, and we have um, a number of others as well including Eve so uh, too many to mention by name I'd be here all day but have a listen it's, uh, it's a really good episode and uh they tell you all about their journeys from page to stage, as it were. How you doing, Paul? How you doing, Paul? Uh, you're very welcome to our first ever rap chat live our special five in a row uh dublin uh, kerry podcast and uh, we're delighted to be here to celebrate that uh, incredible achievement and we're talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys just had to get a rub in uh yeah we're at the kif 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 <laughs> and it's great you know that's south african for like cool 
Jemand? Ja, ja. Kiff? Really kiff? Yeah, right, kiff right. <laughs> ja, ja. Ja, ja. Ja, ja, ja. Uh, we're here with uh, Eve Collins. How are you? Good. Or How Kiff Collins. Kiff Collins. <laughs> uh, back, back on Rap Chat. You were one of our early... Day ones. Uh, podcast <laughs> guests. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, you've... Uh, You've done a lot since then, actually. I also have grown hair. I yes. had no hair then. Yes. I now have hair. Yeah. That's how long it's been. Yeah. <laughs> Are you tempted to go back to... or what? Bald? Yeah. I know <laughs> the last time you were switching between... A little yeah, bit no, uh, I'm too poor now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too poor to go back to any other hairstyles apart from whatever's growing out of my head. <laughs> That's how you know how poor I am by how fancy my hair is. <laughs> yeah. um, so you were appointed, was it only eight weeks ago? Is that right? Uh, yeah, about eight weeks ago. Yeah. That's not... No, that's, no, that's yeah. not normal. <laughs> that's not normal. <laughs> that's not normal. <laughs> normal. <laughs> it's far from normal. So did you just have to get stuck in? Stuck right in, yeah. Kay. So that was kind of one of the things when they appointed me, they did say, like, one of the reasons we want you is because... You're the Roy Hodgson of Hodgson of, of uh, festival programmers. <laughs> well, that, that, I, I you and your football references. <laughs> well. that, we're, we're, in a, we're in a room full of filmmakers. You're going to have to help, help us. <laughs> Sorry, yes. yeah, or, or anyone football. who manages multiple football teams. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so basically because I'd seen a lot and would have a lot of relationships with people and yeah. um, just through everything else, they kind of, that was kind of one of the reasons they said you can kind of hit the ground running a bit easier. Um, and the sh some of the shorts that were submitted I'd already seen or I was able to re-watch kind of having an idea in mind. So it yeah. kind of it worked quite well. Um, but yeah, so it's not normal. Like people usually will program a festival maybe from a year out and start going to for um, other festivals from a year out and start doing stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the turn so the turnaround, yeah, it's very, very tight. I mean, you like a challenge. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and how do you approach doing a program? That must be one of the trickiest parts of actually programming. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of... And the thing with this was, like, I've come to the festival, but I don't know the festival, so I don't know the audience numbers or I don't mm. know what the demographic is. Um, and it, we really didn't have enough, even enough time to sit down and go through that. It was a case of digging straight into Film Freeway and then starting to look what else would work outside of the submissions um, yeah. and getting, you know, some premieres in there and getting supporting the right international and Irish stuff. So it, it was just, yeah, it was, a, I, looking back now, it seems a little bit mad, but <laughs> yeah, but it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. And a lot, a lot of it is you're pitching for films knowing that you're not going to get them, particularly Irish ones. Yeah. You know that they unfortunately want the big cork screening because that's the next festival, yeah. but you're still selling yourself because you have a very loyal audience here that you want to, give the best film to so there's a lot of that back and forth um yeah so yeah that's the hardest part and you're building up building up building up and they're like actually no because some other festival swoops in so it's very difficult to yeah you know you set your uh like dreams quite high and then you're you know you're kind of going through and seeing what works and quite a few of them landed thankfully yeah um, things like rare beast i really wanted from the start and then we got so i was very excited about it. so that kind of thing so it, but it is it is difficult yeah. yeah i suppose no better person in terms of kind of knowing what's out there kind of thing what's in the drawer yeah drawer kind I'd of like to, particularly for the Irish stuff yeah. because that's my entire world it's what I do yeah, yeah it's what, what I, I do know. exactly and nothing else <laughs> um, so but the international stuff definitely but like yeah, yeah. so I've done a, a shorts is kind of my major passion so that that not easy but that was you know first nature to me and then mm -hmm. uh for the internationals and for the features that's kind of new enough like I would have done Irish feature programming for international Irish festivals so that's fine but even all like some of these are my f 
all of these are my first programmed international features okay. um, that aren't have, don't have an Irish connection. Um, so I was proud of them with like Peanut Butter Falcon and yeah. these kind of things. And they're films I want to support because yeah. inclusive cinema and diverse cinema is something really important to me. So um, being able to, but even going out to find those films is a lot of work. Um, but because I'm kind of addicted with festivals, you see things coming up along the way. And yeah. I was like, oh, I want to watch that. And then after a while, I was like, fuck it, if I want to watch it, then I'm just going to program it. <laughs> and uh, if I want to watch it, other people might too. So, uh, yeah. Festival highlights quickly. Uh, all all well, of it. They're all amazing. They're all amazing. It is hard to pick because some of the stuff you really, really love and you fought really hard for, and then there's yeah. four people in the room, but those four people are like, that's changed their life and that's now one of their favourite films and then you can have massive amounts of people in another um, another screening and they've also loved it but it's more of a general audience it's really different for each person what the the experience is so it's hard to say that's a highlight because it's different for each you know it's different for each person for me like I'm just, I'm proud of the program, yeah. and I know I did my best, and I'm I'm like, and that's that's all that I can kind of stand yeah. over, and I'm really proud of it and happy for all the winners, um, and then as they were coming in from the jury, I was like, oh god, that's great, and then I was like, oh, that person's not going to give it, that's great, so yeah, it's yeah. it's so you know, it's all you can Eyes all you can do, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it must have been even just to have that program go to print yeah. in such a quick time. Yeah. You should be very proud. Thanks for squeezing for us in, that yeah. way. We really <laughs> Do you know what? It. So I'm, I'm super, I probably shouldn't say this, I'm really, so I'm really, really dyslexic. One of the first things I said to them when they gave me the job before I signed the contract was, I am not allowed to write anything or prove anything or do anything. Right. And then it was such a rush to get the program to print and I asked friends to prove it and Gar was doing it in the middle of the night and everybody was going and then we sent it to print and then we're at the launch and I was like, that's wrong and that's wrong. Just randomly in loads of places I put 14th like so it was like Thursday the 14th Sunday the 14th and I like and you're so blinded by yeah, the time yeah. it gets to print what day is your birthday 21st <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know anyone yeah. the 14th but it just randomly and then so we had to do another batch yeah. of programs uh, like they all we all used them all and told people this is the, the few mistakes and it was fine and they flew out the door anyway but then we had to redo them just that time pressure and you just yeah. become absolutely blind yeah. to yeah, things yeah. Um, but I was my major thing was I just want to make sure all the filmmakers are listed correctly because that's the major thing and they're going yeah. to keep that forever. No one's going to be like Sunday wasn't the fourteenth and yeah. twenty years from now and it's yeah. like that you know instead. Yeah, yeah. So um, so that was a big thing. So that's there is there is two versions of the program. So technically it's my first two programs. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's one boring question I've been wanting to ask you for the last since the program launched. Uh, is Billy Piper going to be here later on? She's not. We had her. Shit. We had her, we had her, uh, and that was a big thing. And then she got some gigs, so she had to, she had to drop us. This I know. Is, this is festival life. The Pied Piper. I know, and we, we're so close. We're so <laughs> close. Um, but yeah, like this the, is the, the 16-year-old in me really wanted to meet her and tell her that she's an amazing a- a singer. Yeah. yeah, and we had Doctor Who fans, and everything, Aww. so I know it's very tough, but this this is the way of it, you know, yeah. Yeah. It, this is how it happens, and then next year, but we're kind of building up that international profile, so of next course. year, and, and again, even the turnaround time to book someone like that, usually you need three or four months in advance course, just yeah. to get through yeah. the, all the stages of the agent and the assistant yeah. and the friend and everything, yeah. so even that was a tight turnaround. Yeah. Um, well, we have to congratulate you just in terms of, number one, the amount of work in a short period of time you put in, but also with the branding and everything else, it's very the much... Branding's it's lovely. It's really, really simple nice. and you know, yeah. incredible. Yeah. So it's good. Very clever. So, yeah, well definitely. Done. And take, thanks for taking the time. Of course. Uh, so this is your last day. You yeah. can have a, a few drinks later and chill out or... Oh, no. Straight, s- straight to sleep. And then I go uh, on Wednesday, I go to New York 
for Irish Green America next weekend. Oh, okay. And then that's in New York, and then LA is the following weekend. Okay. And then back there's home. There's places to be, no isn't rest. there? Yeah. <laughs> No, no, there's, it's good. It's definitely good. It's still a lot of work, but sure. It's cool. Have you anything love, you want to so. plug with us for c- coming up in the future? Um, no, just no. continuing on with the okay. short films and ask people to keep making great short films so I can keep sharing them. Um, and also to thank Declan. You know, Declan, he's was working so hard. He's he's actually introducing the screen next door for me. Uh, um, okay. He's been working so hard on... He did the... Uh, the pre-screening with me, him and uh, Ryan Kelly and so, and then all the programme coordinating, so all the print and all that stuff that I hate doing uh, and then next year he'll be doing all the proofing also <laughs> I'll give him that job um, so yeah, just a big thank you to him for all his uh, hard work, so yeah cool. Thanks so much. Thanks for having thank me. You. Cheers Beautiful. Uh, we've got Sean and Paul up Sean Paul. Sean Paul <laughs> Hear me now <laughs> Thanks uh, Paul and Sean, thanks so much for having a chat Sean with us. Sean O'Connor and Paul Cahill. That's my notes tell me here. Very good. So thanks a million right. guys for coming Di- along. Director and writer of uh, uh, The White Horse. A White Horse. A White Horse. A sorry. White Horse. A White Horse. Sorry. Yeah, one. One okay. sing- singular. Like. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Stalking horse. A stalking horse. <laughs> uh, could you tell us quickly about the short and how it came about? Yeah. Uh, oh, by, by the way, winner of... Uh, best, best Irish short. Best, best Irish short. short yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, it's Bravo. Great. We're delighted, yeah. Um, <laughs> you sound it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're also wrecked. It's, it's like, Sunday you know, morning. It's yeah. Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the film is, uh, uh, it's a script that Paul wrote. And is, um, it's about a, uh, uh, it o- it's a set in ni- 1970s Ireland. And it opens with a young girl walking into a telephone box wearing a um, hospital gown. And she rings home, and the parents are waiting for the phone call. And through the course of the conversation, it's revealed why she has been put into the the mental institution that she's been put into. Okay. And okay. it's not what you think. Okay. And, uh, yeah, there's a, a, a series of revelations throughout the course of the film. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's a it's a heavy drama. Yeah. But um, one that was oh, and we uh, uh, so Paul's script won the award for. Um, the Ari Take Award from okay. the Screen oh, Directors Guild okay. of Ireland. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we were given an Ari. Nice to have the toys, isn't it? It's lovely. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, it's wonderful. So we got an Ari Cinema package for three days. Oh, and okay. we shot in Cork for three days. Lovely. And uh, yeah, yeah, I made a short film. Cool. So yeah. Uh, Paul, maybe just could you talk about the genesis of the idea and where that came for you? Um, yeah, it was like we're trying to develop um, like um, a TV show based on kind of mental institutions in Ireland mm. and we wanted to have like kind of um, like I suppose proof of concept for the series yeah. so that when we're pitching the show we'll have something we'll, we'll have a really good short yeah. um, with that yeah. um, so and like, I, I suppose when we're thinking of like um, a story um, it was it was to do with like budgets because we, we didn't have a budget. The, so yeah, like, yeah, the Alex Garland School of Motoring. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so it's like, you know, we, we wanted to do a story about the mental institutions, but we're going to go, okay, we probably can't afford to actually shoot in like a hospital. Yeah. yeah. So um, I was doing some like research about it and um, Hannah uh, Geary, she was like a, a woman who, she wrote a book about her experiences in mental institutions mm. and one of, one of the passages in, in her book was, she broke out of a mental institution and she rang home. And I just wow. thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Um, and it was, her, it was her mother who put her in okay. to, the, to the hospital. Wow, so yeah, yeah. yeah, so she rang home to, to have a conversation with her mother. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. and then so you don't need sets. And yeah. is, this, it's not, is it period? 
Yeah. This, yeah. What year did you say it was placed? When is it set? When is it set? Yeah, 70s. Yeah, okay. late, late 70s, yeah. Um, so we found a, uh, an old telephone box in uh, Tim League in, uh, in rural Cork, and uh, we worked with the Tim League Tidy Towns, yeah. hashtag TTT2019. <laughs> and uh, they were super helpful, and, uh, we, and they gave us access to the, to the phone booth. We had um, a fantastic production designer, uh, Kate Howard, and, uh, who actually won um, Best Production Design in the Kinsale Sharks this year for, for the film. Great. Um, she located a, um, a an old school uh, phone, and she did up like gra- 70s graffiti inside in the um, inside in the booth. Yeah, um, hunger strikers kind of stuff. E- exactly. Yeah, the no, there 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 is there is Bobby Sands graffiti in there. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kid did for it. Um, so we did that, and we had uh, and we. I hope found not in our own feces. That would be <laughs> 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 probably not the best phone box to be making a phone call. In. Um, Great to see you. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and who shot it for you? Who was your director of uh, Jazz Foley? Photography. Uh, yeah, Jazz Foley, who I uh, who I met through um, a Film Network Ireland yeah. event a couple oh. of years ago. Yeah, good plug there. <laughs> <laughs> know your um, audience. Yeah, yeah, um, and uh, long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Jas uh, subsequently was uh, he's a, a regular attendee of the Cork Film Festival yeah. um, and I'm based in Cork so I had met him a few times subsequent to that and basically pr- I love I love his work he's yeah. a lovely talented guy and, um, he and shot the nicest guy the nicest guy in the world yeah. and he also he shot um, Leap of Faith uh, which yeah. was the um, with Steve Martin in 1992. That's a great film. <laughs> Do you know that film? <laughs> yeah, it was like he's a pre- the preacher film. Yeah, yeah you know that's what? a great movie. It's really good. Yeah, Steve Martin did like three or four movies in between 92 and 94, and he was like really serious. He uh, did. Yeah, yeah. He like did. Leave a faith. Not that one. Mark Smith. I know. I'm aware <laughs> of that. Leave a faith. What else did he do? Um, what was the other one? He did? Well, that was a little bit later. Novocaine, the one where he played the dentist, and. Uh, like in Shop Girl as well. I like think. in Little Shop, Shop of Horrors. Uh, He's a dentist he in that played too. A d- yeah, he played a dentist. It wasn't Little Shop. There was no giant uh, Venus flytrap. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so no, sorry. Yeah. Have Leap we gone off topic? We have a little bit. But <laughs> that could, could you maybe talk about uh, how you work together as writer director team? Yeah. Paul. I Roy. He directs. <laughs> Did you did you work on the idea together? Was like, or did you was there a back and forth in terms of uh, when you hit a wall with anything, or or did you very much do a draft and he gave you some notes, or how does that work? Yeah, yeah, I think that was pretty much um, it. Like, I usually do a draft and then then we'll just kind of go over it line by line, and um, I, I suppose have a chat about it and then maybe do another draft and then just go over line by line. Mm-hmm. And had you wrote it and then you were looking for a director, or had you always been involved? Yeah, so yes, yeah, yeah. So like we were kind of both involved in like trying to write like um, kind of like a pitch for a bigger series, anyway. So yeah. mm-hmm. so then when we kind of a discussion about like doing like a short, kind of distill the whole series idea down to a short. Yeah, yeah. And um, so yeah. And how is that working? I know you're kind of probably kind of focused on getting the short out there now, but wh- where is the series at? And do you think is this going to work? Is it going to yeah. do what you wanted in terms of yeah. proof of concept? Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. So basically, like like this short will also be like I think, um, like in the kind of final package, which will have like, um, by start next year we'll have like a pilot script and a bible. Yeah. And uh, you, you just in case anybody's listening, you're interested in speaking to production companies maybe about this or anybody or where are you with that? Yeah. Because yeah. people listen and you know they want so. to know you know. Yeah. 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 Um, um, 
we should also, also mention as well that we had um, our producer on is Sinead Barry, mm-hmm. um, who uh, is our our first time, my first time, our first time working with her, yeah. um, and met her through uh, Niall Owens, who was the first AD, and. Um, Sinead has she had done like production coordination okay. and a lot of big Irish films she worked on Vivarium and like a bunch of other um, big Irish films yeah. but uh, had wanted to, she, she's from Cork she's from Douglas and Cork and she had wanted to kind of get into doing production on mm-hmm. you know uh, her, her own projects um, so she takes that experience of working with like like large crews and kind of like to have someone with that kind of experience yeah. working on a short you know this I mean I mean, even working with a very, very small budget, she was able to make things work, you know, and call in favours, like, and, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, she's Really brilliant. make the most of what you had. Yeah, kind of yeah, 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 she was great, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Um, and what's next for yourselves? Well, The Matrix is on tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen it, lads? A couple of lads go out and take some pills in here. Where can people see the short next? Uh, the short... Yeah. Today here, yeah, yeah, yeah it's on. They won't go out. So yeah, last week, if anybody's listening, yeah. Uh, but is it? Would, has it been? Will it be at other festivals? It or will be yeah. other festivals. Um, yeah. So it's going to screen at Cork, uh, Cork Film Festival next month. Um, yeah, there's two screenings there, which is great. On the band. It's also going to screen at Waterford, um, Richard Harris next weekend, and it's going. And it was. It's been accepted to foil as well. Lovely. Right. So awesome. plenty of opportunities I'm there. Very excited. Oscar, yeah. 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 yeah, brilliant. Yeah, it's 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 doing great at festivals. I mean, we only made it in. We shot in May. May yeah. Was it May? Yeah. Quick, yeah. yeah, it's quick. It was quick, very, 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 yeah. and I edited. We, I, I edited, and Jas um, graded it, uh, like on, like the whole thing at in on, on the one computer, yeah. Um, as quickly as possible because we had like two weeks to submit it to Galway. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah, but there's some. I think there's a lot of value in that too because you don't, you just have to make this, the editing decisions and the grading decisions. You don't second guess yourself. Mm, yeah, yeah. You have to get it done and bang mm-hmm. out to film festivals and. Uh, it's been um, flying so far, yeah. so we're delighted yeah. with it. Well, continued Congrats. success. Yeah. Oh, and we have to I'd say thank you to Eve for putting on an absolute... Wo- I mean, this is, was a fantastic weekend. Yeah. And the, um, the coordination, the, um, the... What's this called? That's... The uh, screen, the logo. The uh, KIF. The graphics. Kif. Branding, the graphics. Branding, the branding, the graphics. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. the branding is fantastic. The, and, the wording, uh, the yeah. embossing. Yeah, <laughs> all, that, all, that, all that crack beveling embossing yeah stone well uh, stones. best of luck and we can't wait to see it thanks many guys yeah, yeah. pleasure cheers lads thanks cheers thank you thanks um, so uh, yeah Katie, we uh, have uh, Elaine Kennedy and uh, Katie McNeese uh, both directors writers producers jacks of wonderful all trades uh, well, you're very welcome along hello so we'll Hello. start with you, Katie, or maybe just tell us about uh, the short that you had in the programme and how the screening went. Uh, yeah, uh, my film is In Orbit. It's my first film. Okay. Um, it's a very unusual film, I suppose. It's like a sci-fi lesbian short, is what people are calling Excellent. it. So it's quite <laughs> art house. I mean, it's about as niche as you can get. You know? <laughs> um, like I think sci-fi is kind of a dirty word, you know what I mean? I didn't think of it like that until people started giving me all these lovely reviews about this amazing sci-fi, and I was like, oh, feck it, grand, I'd run with that. Right, thing. okay. Yeah. Um, you mean it wasn't intentionally a sci-fi? Not intentionally sci-fi, no. Like, okay. I've got this um, kind of juxtaposition of two time periods in my film. So 2019 is the past and 2059 is the future. Okay. So okay. it's kind of like Titanic in the sense you've got this elderly woman who's been interviewed about something that happened years ago, which is quite romantic and nostalgic and what have you. But because it's in the future, I had like 
holograms and this kind of stuff and she's interacting with very futuristic things to try and communicate what she means yeah and it wasn't until after that i was like oh fuck yeah it is a bit sci-fi isn't it? it's a bit minority <laughs> report yeah yeah and uh, people said oh, did you intend to make a lovely sci-fi film and i went yes of course i did yeah, <laughs> of course did well, Tarko- tarkovsky intend to make uh, beautiful yeah. sci-fi films oh it's like yeah stalker or whatever i don't know like i'm a big black mirror fan so I probably came out um, yeah, yeah. unintentionally you know yeah. but um like it is my first film it's a script i worked on for well over six months like I did a festival run with my script which lasted over a year yeah. before I even made the short like so the script itself has been to Amsterdam wow. it's been to Australia it's been all over the states oh, wow. it's been yeah. in Canada do you know what I mean it's, it's yeah. had 14 nominations internationally oh, wow. and it's won four awards already and, like, well, like okay. congratulations cheers yeah no, it was good because like I think like when you're a first time filmmaker like you need you need a little bit of a boost you need as much like of a yeah. confidence and you're getting feedback yeah, as well. Completely, yeah, completely, yeah. Do you know, and like just getting to know people like Eve. Like, I mean, mm. when I was at Galway, where we had our premiere um, this year, like we were at a panel and she completely put me on the fecking spot. Like she, <laughs> someone mentioned um, script writing and she said, oh, we have a filmmaker here who promoted her film as a script before ever it was a film. Could you talk about that? And I got caught in mouth and went, yes, I'd love to. Yeah, of course, yeah. no problem. Yeah, yeah. And what she yeah. said, though, was like, oh, I knew everything about this film before I saw it. So... Do you know, like, unintentionally, again, like, I never... Not that I never wanted to be a director, but it was kind of something that happened right. naturally after. Yeah. But approaching the film like a writer first kind of really paid off in a right. lovely way. And then... Uh, so you hadn't intended on directing? Not really, no. Right. Like, I think I, I was doing this thing for a while where, like, I got into the last round of short shots and film base with a, a script called Of Magpies about... Um, Ireland's first primary school shooting, very cheerful stuff. <laughs> and I wrote a few other shorts. Um, you know, one one got made as part of like the one night in Dublin initiative. Um, yeah. It was a short called Flanner. I was really happy with that. The first script I ever wrote, and I, they bought it for a euro for course films. I was delighted with myself. I pasted into a little journal I had at the time. I was only like twenty three, you know. Yeah. Um, but I was doing this thing where I was trying to get funding, and so I was writing for specific people or mm. other directors and I wasn't writing for myself right. mm-hmm. but then with an orbit because I did just say look feck it I'm just going to write something that I'd love to write yeah. and that I'd love to see and that I'd love mm-hmm. to see someone else make yeah. but then in the course of writing something really personal the thought of handing it over to someone else just wasn't really gelling with yeah. me you know Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. so yeah it was just something that like I had it so clear in my head and I had worked on it for so long and I travelled with it so much that it became so, as I said, like so personal. I couldn't, I couldn't yeah. hand it over. Couldn't like give it. your baby away. Absolutely not. No, it's no. my child. I'm a mother of one now. It's <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations again. Yeah, yeah thanks. Because yeah, it is a trap you can fall into very easily yeah. in terms of just writing for schemes. Because every month there's a different funding scheme or whatever. Yeah, so, stop, yeah. so was this just? Did it start out as just? I'm just going to write. What it, for me for this one? Yeah, completely. Like it was just the, the thought of someone being in a relationship, thinking like, can I do this or not? Like. Yeah. And like I said in the intro to my film yesterday, like the film kind of has really grand concepts about love and looking at yourself and looking at the world. Like there's, I cut the sky out of every shot in my film in the past and put in this strange nebula, which is actually a photograph that the Hubble telescope took, oh. that NASA took. And it's the idea of when you don't feel like you're involved in the world, mm. that you do feel like you're in your own world and it's really lonely. And it's thinking of yourself as being incapable either like of, of loving yourself or of seeing the world as it is or of conceiving of the idea of someone loving you for who you are. Yeah. It feels like you're in your own world, in your own space. Like that's where the title comes from. Like in orbit means you've got this central thing that everyone else is a part of. My main character is just around us. She, she feels like she can never get involved. But then the second part is that your your eye is contained in your orbital socket. So yeah. like your perception and your ability to change how you see things is also kind of tied up in the same concept. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's kind of, it was, again, about feeling like someone was in their own head and in yeah. their own world. Just out of curiosity, yeah. how many pages was the actual script that you shot? Oh my God, the first the first draft of it, like it went up to 30 pages at one point. <laughs> yeah. I got it down to 19 and then 17. So right. I think I shot a 17 page script. Okay. And what's the running time? The first edit was 35 minutes and I loved that cut. Right. Um, but the running time now is 17. Okay. Okay. And every time I watch it, I feel like my baby is being pinched. You know, I'd, like, yeah. I'd love for it to yeah. be longer. But at the same yeah. time, yeah. Uh, you know, from a festival programmer's point of view, it has exactly. to be, if it's more than 10 minutes, it needs to be as good, better than two films. Completely, you yeah. Know, so yeah. it must be if it's, you know, stand around. Would you have uh, any advice for someone out there who's maybe a writer but hasn't directed and is maybe thinking about directing? Particularly, particularly female writers. Particularly... I would just, what would I say? Like, I think research is, is the one thing that people don't do. Mm-hmm. Like, even with my festival run, I've looked up every film that's qualified for an Oscar nomination in the last five years. I've got mm. a big spreadsheet of what their festival journey was, what the crossovers are, the similarities. Yeah. Mm. So I think in any film that does really well, I think it's something that hasn't been done before. Yeah. Yeah. But no matter how unique your idea is, there's always elements of it that have been marketed to an audience really well previous to you doing it. You know, okay. So I think finding what the crossovers are is really important, knowing what they are and then playing to that with your strategy, like be it getting a really good cinematographer. Like for me, music was a huge thing. Like right. I had my composer on board before I had some of my actors on board. Yeah. And the first draft of the score was done based on like my emotional mind maps before ever the script before was Before you even down. put pen to paper. Yeah, yeah. completely. Like, so that was my strong suit. And like the color grade is really strong as well. It's based on like, you know, V for Vendetta, you know mm-hmm. that really lovely sequence, Valerie's letter where it's completely orange and there's just oh, yeah, yeah. shadows and stuff. All the, yeah. the past, sections of my film are based on that colour grade and then right. that influenced what the futuristic colour grade was which is completely blue so I kind of had two different grades in the same film so it, like it's just looking at stuff like that the, the unique parts and how they cross over what will land on an audience and what's been done before I suppose that's what that's what the advice I would give would be like know what the commonalities are between yourself and what they already know the yeah. audience well I suppose congratulations on making an ac- like accidentally making a great film cheers <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds of it. I haven't yeah. seen it, but yeah, where might somebody uh, see it in the future? Um, so Kerry's my third screening, like premiered in Galway, um, mm-hmm. was in Gaze in August, won Best Short at Gaze, was delighted yeah. with myself. Um, so home to Kerry for this one. Um, next week I'm in Richard Harris. Okay. Then in November I'm going to go to Cork um, on Thursday the 13th. Do you know, know what day, time it's screening in Limerick uh, Thursday, next week? Five o'c- uh, in Richard Harris it's screening mm. on next Thursday um, in the evening. I don't know the time off the top of my head. Okay. Then in Cork, it's on on Thursday, and then it's on the following day in London. So, like, I won the pitching competition at London Short Series last year. So the writers' pitch is happening again, but then they're showcasing an orbit as like a special presentation oh. at the end of the pitch. Yeah. Um. So that's on a Friday in Covent Garden as well. That's all right, isn't it? Yeah, it's class. Elaine, winner of Best Kerry Short last night. Uh, could you tell? Or could you tell us about your film? Yeah, hi. Um, sorry, I've got a cold, so apologies for the sniffles. Um, the film is called The Space Between Us. Um, it was written by my friend Emmett Kelly. Um, so Emmett would have uh, written Lost Memories, which did very well on the film circuit, um, I suppose, in the last 18 months. And I was very impressed um, with that film. And I had a film, uh, Ishkabaha, Water of Life, that was out on the circuit too so I think we both really respected each other's um, work and met Mm -hmm. each other at the Richard Harris International Film Festival so that's how we became friends and he uh, sent me this script which I fell in love with um, and he asked me to direct it so I was very honoured the story is basically about three siblings um, 
who are estranged and it's done, uh, the whole film is over a Skype call. So um, it was quite unique yeah. in that sense. Um, one sibling is in America and the two other siblings are at home in rural Ireland and they're ringing the sibling who they haven't spoken to in many years to say, look, uh, dad is dying. Yeah. Um, it's a big argument. Yeah. Um, and after the screening on Friday evening, it was nice that a lot of people came up and said that it struck a chord with them. Mm. I think many of us have probably had, you know, arguments with siblings, maybe, and family members, yeah. and sometimes these things can get Paul mor serious. murdered one of his brothers. So. What's that? <laughs> I said Paul murdered one of his brothers <laughs> one, one time. So there uh, you go. That's another <laughs> short film. Um, so he understands. Yeah. I think we, do, we we all do, um, and there is a revelation, a, a, a reveal yeah. um, towards the end of the film, which really uh, pulls on the heartstrings right. and is a little bit of a tearjerker. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so it's so recognisable. Like just trying to communicate with someone through Skype. Yeah, uh, it's a strange, it's hard work. Thing, so it's such a simple mm -hmm. idea. Yeah. Um, so I, well, I guess casting must have been very important then, because you, if you're just using a screen, you don't yes. have any other, you don't have lighting, you don't have. Yeah, so yeah. And maybe tell us about that. Yeah, it's very stationary. Uh, yeah. There's no movement and no location. It's very easy to shoot, mind yeah, you, yeah. and very cheap to shoot, which yeah. is, is, is quite good. Um, but, yeah, we had Jed Murray, who was in Game of Thrones in it, so we were very lucky to have him. Yeah. Uh, I was actually acting in it as well because I started off as an actor. Okay. Um, and Emmett's in it, who also started off as, okay. as an actor. So yeah. it seems like a lot of us actors are Doing writing, producing well. and directing and making yeah. our own work, yeah. uh, which I love. I think How important it's is that, do you think, good. to do? Um, I, I really like writing. I never thought I'd be a writer. I always loved acting. Um, but after the you know two or three projects that I have um, written and everything, I, I love it. I didn't, I, you know, I suppose I, I tapped into that storytelling side of me. I live in Dingle, which I oh. think is uh, a real storytelling place of, of, you know, music and song and stories and um, I love being part of that now as well. Yeah. Um, When's someone going to make a story about the uh, dolphin? Make a movie about yeah. the dolphin? The one that never appears. The have one, been, yeah. Do you know the one? Fungi, yeah. Yeah, Fungi. Fungi. Like, yeah. What, like, what's the story there? I want to see yeah, a flipper. Maybe, maybe that's what I should do. I'm looking <laughs> for inspiration. Maybe I should go off and write a story about Fungi. I went out one time in Dingle and I was like walking around for like 45 minutes with someone trying to find it and we just couldn't see the, don the uh, donkey, I almost said. You yeah. have to go out in a boat park. You're yeah, to well, yeah, the typical dope. This is shite. Look, where's the... <laughs> <laughs> where's, where's the dolphin? Where, where's the porpoise? Um, what's, the, what's the porpoise of this? Sorry, pardon me. Uh, you said you met your collaborator <laughs> at Richard Harris. So yes. So how important is going to festivals as a filmmaker? And really them? important. Yeah, I think um, it's... God, it's, it's, it's the key to start collaborating with people. Yeah. Like this morning, it's really ironic because it's my first time meeting Sean and Paul... What's really ironic is my film, Ishkabaha Water of Life, that was on the circuit there 18 months ago, Sean uh, also had a film by the same name right. a few years prior to that, which I didn't know at the time when I was naming my short, but I would have known Sean because he was the other Ishkabaha. Yeah. Um, and today I've, I've met him and realised he's a Kerry man uh, living in Cork. So that... And, and, and it's, uh, it's, I guess it's nice to put a, like a face to a cease, yeah. cease and desist letter. Yeah, <laughs> if, you, if you're not at the film festivals, you don't get to meet people, and you know, uh, two heads are better than one, aren't yeah. they? If you do have a project and you can help out, and the fact that it is so hard to get funding, we need that even more so, you know. So for my 
for the space between us, obviously, we had no funding. It was all friends coming together. Yeah. Um, the same for Well, brilliant to see, like, like not alone to see it finished and up there on the screen, but then to, you know, get some recognition for your work as well. Yeah, yeah, I was delighted to win the Kerry Award. It means a lot to me, yeah. and the festival means a lot. Um, and sadly, we've lost the Dingle Film Festival now. Yeah. So even though the Kerry Film Festival was always important, it's even more important now, you know, that, that we have a festival in the county because there's yeah. so much talent here and we need that platform to screen our, our films. Absolutely. Um, where could people see your film next? So, like the rest of them, the Richard Harris International Film Festival next week, we're screening Friday, I think maybe, is it 10.30 or 12.30? Maybe 12.30. Um, so looking forward to that. And then we're in Cork and a few more film, film festivals as well. So it's great. Great. Well, uh, thanks so much. Um, uh, any, okay. any thanks for making thoughts or any Thank other you. insights that you'd like to add? Or? Any plugs? Do you want to plug anything? If you a new line of something coming out or something? Uh, well, <laughs> I have a film that's in edit at the moment called Peace Be With You. So uh, please, God, we'll be screening here next year if it's good enough. Would love that. Great stuff. Yeah. Best of luck. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Thanks, Mel. Cheers. Thanks. Thanks, thanks so you. much. Cheers. Tristan Heenu, director of Cunis, uh, got a special mention last night. Uh, welcome back on the podcast. You were, I think, number 17 or something, or you were... Yeah, or was it Yeah. He's a repeat FNI offender. Two years ago. About two years ago, so I think before Cunis, I think maybe you were just going down I to Dingle. I was just in the fishing, the process of fishing. I was, uh, had just been selected for the, the final pitching. Yeah, he's at the festival. I think at that right. Stage. So you I had gone down and done your two days. I'd done my two days and I'd submitted the script and then they, I think from the ten scripts they get, they pick five to pitch, isn't it? Something like five. That? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I just got the, the I got down to the five and it was about to go down and pitch. So that was the last time I think we spoke. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So it's been a bit of a journey since then. Yeah, it was great. It was great to win it because it was the first time winning any kind of. Um, funding of yeah. any sort. It was the first time kind of making a film with, with a bit of support from somebody. Yeah, yeah and ding uh, with Dingle. Which yeah, is Dingle and Fishing, yeah. And Dingle, but I, I, was, I was chatting to Morris on Friday when I got down here, so Fishing's actually going to keep going independent of, of Dingle. Really? It's okay. going to run, amazing. I think, they said it's going to run, there's some art, I think there's an arts festival, is there an arts festival in Dingle? Yeah, there's oh, some festivals yeah, yeah. down that they're gonna they're gonna run fishing oh, that's great. with that independently, yeah. which is great because fishing, it was a great experience. I'd never pitched anything. Yeah, I'd yeah. never kind of workshopped an idea with yeah. a writer with a kind of you know an established like Jerry Stembridge was doing the the mentor and and um, you know I'd never thrown an idea out to a writer and had it kind of broken down and kind of reframed and kind of you know yeah. it was a great experience yeah, and and yeah. just to get that support. You know, it was 5,000 and we got to 2,000 uh, in equipment rental. But it was just, you know, to not be putting yeah. your own money or just, yeah. you yeah. know. Uh, and, so and there's no other funds specifically for Irish language yeah. shorts. I, um, Left anywhere? No, no. Oh, okay. The film board used to do one called Garskana. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you can submit a script, Oscar but there's no, like... Specific. Yeah, yeah. There's, and there's no real incentive to do is you know that's so sh that's a sh such a shame is, yeah so now you're not a native Irish speaker no. so how like <laughs> <laughs> what has the re reaction been like just maybe talk about the Irish language in the film yeah it was kind of I guess well like the film is called Silence uh, so it's very 
the dialogue is pretty sparse in mm-hmm. it. There's there's not a whole lot of like the script was eight, seven or eight pages. Yeah. And you know, there wasn't a whole lot of, of dialogue in it. Mm-hmm. But I got it translated, Seamus Hughes, he's a Galway actor, he he translated the script for me yeah. into kinda it was uh Connemara Irish as a lot of people would call it. Um and Gary Gary Lydon who plays who plays the, the father Jerry, he had done Irish in school, like years, years <laughs> right. ago. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. when I asked him, I was like, "How's your Irish?" And he was like, uh. "But he learned the Irish." Yeah. He, like he, he le- went all. He really worked, worked on Euro. Yeah, he learned. He learned the Irish for it. Uh, you know, and it was tough because mm. he, he hadn't done Irish in. Yeah. You know. So how did the idea come? How did the actual <laughs> idea come about for the film? Um, the idea came about. It was in 2015. Uh, it was in 2015. I was visiting a friend in. Uh, Without giving too much away, yeah, it was a psychiatric ward. It was in a friend, and there was a. I was waiting for 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 them to come down, and there was a, a mother and father sitting at a table beside me, and they just looked really nervous. They were kind of waiting, and, and their their son came down after about five minutes and sat with them. And I remember it was just the, this inability to they 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 couldn't speak to him. They couldn't seem yeah. to. The father stood up and asked the, the young guy, the lad, you know, did he want a cup of tea? And when the, when the young lad said no, the dad just sat down again and was kind of looking. And then yeah. after about a minute, he stood up again and asked him, did he want a cup of tea again? And when the son said no, he just got out of there. He was like, I'll get one, so, and he was gone. Yeah. And then it was the small talk. It seemed to be that inability to, to, to ask him anything like about himself. Was yeah. he okay? It just to actually this, talk it, about the situation. The that situation. Yeah, yeah. Why he was there, anything. It was just all. And something about that really kind of stuck with me so when when the fishing thing came up it was like what do we have to do to enter it was like you just enter it was like a paragraph you had to send a paragraph of an idea yeah and that's what it was that a a couple go to collect uh you know their daughter from the hospital yeah um and they can't articulate or speak to her about why we we don't know why she's there we don't know why she's there they can't they don't seem to and that was just what i what i sent and then i'd seen hazel and michael inside she was in one scene in Michael Inside, and I remember just being blown away by the like the raw yeah. emotion from her. Yeah, and yeah. Like yeah. she's in one scene, and afterwards I was like, Christ, she was she was so powerful. Yeah, yeah. And so she was just in in my head, and that's kind of where the where the idea came from. And yeah. then we obviously developed it through through Fishine. Yeah. Um, to what to what it became. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Can you tell us about its kind of journey uh, since since you got over the line? Where's it been? We premiered it at Dingle. Uh, we premiered at Dingle in March, at the end of March, um, and then we kind of went back into it and we did some more some more tweaks, and then it it played Galway ah. uh, in July, um, and then since then we've kind of done like a lot of Irish festivals, you know, Wexford, Still Voices. Um, uh, it had its international premiere at Rhode Island International yeah. in America, and then we had our UK premiere in Encounters. Um, and it's going to, you know, we've done, we were in offline last week, we got a special mention. Oh. Uh, Paul won. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then we, uh, yeah, same as the rest, as, as, as everyone else here, it's Richard Harris next week, and then Cork, yeah. uh, Waterford. And you know. I've seen it a couple of times now, and I've seen people come up to you and kind of shake your hand and say that they were really touched by the film. What what has been the kind of what have been those kind of highlights for you? Um, 
God, there's been there's been there's been a lot of them. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. been a lot. It's kind of you don't really know when you when you make a film like that. You don't really know how it's going to. Yeah. You know that was. It actually wasn't my choice as a next film to make yeah. Cunis because yeah. it was an idea. But my last film, a couple of people said that it was. You know, it, 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 I experienced quite a lot of rejection with it. You know, yeah. it like failed a lot on the festival circuit. I'd like a huge rejection rate in festivals. Mm. And a lot of people, we got a couple of feedback that said that they felt it was, it was a bit dark and stuff. Yeah. And I was kind of like, shit. <laughs> you know? And That's so kind of your wheelhouse. That's when <laughs> I submitted to, uh, to Fishing, I submitted three ideas. Right. You know, and there were three very different ideas. And one, one you know, the other two were definitely more, they weren't, they weren't in a dark. Yeah. And I kind of, in a way, I was hoping all, you know, that they yeah. would pick one of the other ones. I yeah. thought they were stronger. And yeah, they, yeah. they came back and they liked the idea for Cunis. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm making it. But it wasn't my choice. Because I was <laughs> right. thinking... You know, I remember Terence saying to me one time, he was like, man, you're like the most depressing filmmaker in Ireland. Thanks. So you don't know, you yeah, know, yeah. when you make a film like this, how people are going to, you just yeah. don't know. It's like yeah, any yeah. time you make anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to see Surprised yourself though? You surprised yourself with, with it? Totally. In, in that regard, because, totally, you know, you didn't yeah. consciously totally go to make it. because it wasn't conscious, you know, I was, I was doubting myself, really doubting myself after the yeah. last one, doubting my direction and doubting... Yeah, you know, you just start to doubt yourself a little bit. I think when you experience a lot of rejection, you, yeah, know, you start Jesus. to second guess. Yeah. So maybe naturally, it wouldn't have been the project I would have went with yeah. if I was given the choice. Um, but now, but now it's yeah. like it's been just. It was the most beautiful experience I've had doing anything, yeah. working with the. It changed my whole perception of what I want to do. Going, you know, I would have always kind of like wanted to act in my own stuff and all this, but that just removed all that, working with Gary, yeah. Hazel and Ali. Yeah. It was like, you know, actors of such a high calibre and you're just concentrating yeah. on one job and you're yeah. letting great actors do the work that thought yeah. I've ever acting in my yeah. own stuff again. Or, you know, it's like, I would never do it. It did kind yeah. of... Yeah, yeah. Just seeing them bring... Because it was a bare-bones script. Yeah. You know, when you read it on the thing, it, it, you don't yeah. see it. Yeah. You know, it's kind of... It, I could see it. Yeah. But, you, you know, they're reading it and they're kind of like, not a whole lot happens here, you know? Yeah, yeah. But they yeah. believed in it from, they got a very early draft and we workshopped it, yeah. like, a lot afterwards. Yeah. Like, Gary, we spoke four or five times a week on the phone, just about everything, the character mm. and, and stuff. I'd say, you know, he was like, <laughs> I was, like, calling them every second day. He yeah. was just getting yeah, a pain yeah, in his ass, yeah, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, uh, yeah, I've been really surprised. There's been so many highlights of it. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's yeah. The way it's been received is, you know... And amazing. In terms of, so you have a body of work now. You've got f four, three films that you've directed, one that you wrote, yeah. and you can see you have a style, and you have kind of you know. So there, a lot of them are quite heavy themes. There are things like Connemara Ken Loach. Connemara Ken Loach. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, is that? Like, do you think that that seems to be working in your favour now, uh, or could that be? Oh, maybe I'm stuck. You're to doing a comedy this. next, yeah, is no, what he's going to ask. Like, yeah, cool. like or how, how do you feel? Do you just feel like whatever, whatever subject is interested, that's what you're going to go for? Kind of, yeah. They're kind of like I have, my, you know, the next two shorts that are written and the, yeah. the feature that I'm developing. They're all the same world. They're kind of they touch on a lot of in and around the same topics, and it's uh, yeah. For now, it's kind of they're just the stories that. I know about and that I that that right, the really very important stories. You explore the human condition, you know, yeah, which is really important. I couldn't see mm -hmm. myself do. I, I've no interest in doing kind of 
other. Yeah. Type. Like, no, I'm not ruling it out, but yeah, for yeah. now they're kind of. I think to. Yeah, I just think it, it's where I have to go for now. Yeah. And that's where it feels natural. And, yeah. And it doesn't feel forced. These kind of topics and stuff. They're kind of. They're the things that come easier and. and the things I observe sometimes they just stick with me more than other things so I think yeah. I have to follow my gut on that yeah. it's always the way cool well um, thanks so much for taking yeah, the no time thanks. for everyone who has uh, and for everyone who came in um, uh, best of luck with all your films you. and huge thank to, thanks to Eve and for inviting us down and uh, yeah, yeah it's uh, it's been a great experience um, and yeah keep making you as our films and thank you so much to Eve Collins for a wonderful festival like it was such yeah. a great festival you're the She's best like an absolute <laughs> <laughs> oh you know because you, you missed the, you missed the earlier thing everyone was thanking you, yeah. Yeah, you know, but she's she's amazing she's just like a one woman like short film whirlwind <laughs> like, yeah thank you cool Brilliant. thanks everyone yeah thanks Mel.